Listen up or run for cover. Dropping knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The, the, the real Robin Bradley Bombs. is dropping. What it is, Bradley back again with another episode of Dropping Bombs. Today in the studio, I got a real treat for you. Folks, you may have heard of him already because he's blowing up faster than freaking a stick of dynamite on 4th of July. But if you haven't, you will. Henry Kellum, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks a lot. Now, Henry Kellum, folks, has a whole story I want to get into. So we're going to start like... We're going to not do the normal humor of dropping bombs. Let's just get right to the meat. Because, dude, I want to pick your brain. Earlier we were talking. I mean, you 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 get a lot of that high-level shit that a lot of people don't even begin to understand. And you got it down pat. Where'd you learn it? And for, well, first of all, tell me about how you grew up. How I grew up? I grew yeah, up. because you got a story. I want to hear that story for a minute. All righty. Well, I grew up in Wallace, North Carolina. Eastern North Carolina is like a farm town. It's only a tobacco and things like that grew up my mother single parent she raised five kids on her own my father's an alcoholic he was never there my brother he got shot in the head at 13 years old point blank range um so you know you're talking to a man that was never a boy i had to grow up fast like i said i was picking blueberries at the age of eight you know for a dollar fifty cent a bucket to help my mother uh, pay the bills and things like that. We grew up in a trailer that had no running water. In North Carolina. In North Carolina. Actually, the trailer was so bad, the town had come around to fix up people's houses, and when they got to the trailer, they threw it away. It was I was about 14. They hauled it off to the dump, said we couldn't even live in it. My brother had got killed before the new trailer came, so he never saw it. I was at 14 at that time. But up until then, yeah, one kerosene heater, a mattress on the kerosene heater, and all of us sleeping around that one heater type thing like that. Took milk jugs across the street to fill up with water and heat it on the hot plate and kind of pour that in the sink so you could take a bath washing up like that. Now, see, what's funny is like sometimes you'll hear people, you know, trying to exaggerate hard times. And this is the type of shit they're saying to exaggerate hard times, meaning meaning like these are real times for you. Real times. You're not exaggerating. Like that's just growing up. That was it. That was it. Like, you know, food stamps and they didn't make it all the way through the month. I remember days, syrup sandwiches. You know, we grew up on that big block of cheese, body buddies from Wick and everything like that. That's just, that's just what did, it was. Did you ever have bologna sandwiches without the bologna? Yeah, all of that. Those are just called mayonnaise sandwiches. Mayonnaise sandwiches, just spread then, it up there. And then you know what that shit they call spread? That's just spread? I don't even know what they call it. You ever heard of it? Spread? You know what I'm talking about? Sandwich spread. Yeah. Yeah, dude, so, like before before when I was a kid, we'd just get a spread sandwich sometimes. A little potty meat here and there. Remember the little potty meat? <laughs> All of that right there. Yep. How many so, how many kids were there? Well, five, five. My mother, she had it first at sixteen, me at seventeen, my brother at eighteen. We was all thirteen months apart. You know, this and you're still in North Carolina. Yeah, still in North Carolina. Yeah. You ever heard it be referred to as North Kakalaki? Yep, North Kakalaki. All day. Oh mm-hmm. you gotta be there or you gotta be from there to know about that. Yep. I know mm-hmm. people that are from there that don't know about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so how'd you bust out of there though? Cause, cause now by the way, you know, you're running around doing stages and teaching people a lot of stuff on how to be successful. Right. Or at least believe they can be. Right. It's, it's almost like you're starting a church. 
the Henry Kellum Church. Well, I'm just giving my life experience and I'm just telling them truthfully what I had to do from a young age in order to even when I was in that environment, I saw what my reality was. So I had to go inside and create a whole new reality and change the narrative of the story. Yeah, but how did you know to do that? How did I know to do it? Essentially, I knew it intuitively. Like, so when my father, think about it, my father wasn't there. Not only was he not there, he had another family he took care of. So we grew up kind of feeling unworthy, like we wasn't good enough. So I was mad and my anger caused me. My mother would have said I was hard headed because I didn't listen. So I wouldn't listen to anybody because I was like, my father doesn't care. Nobody else cares. So that made me listen to that inner voice. It made me, you know, I was walking around, I was mad, but I was quiet. And that made me listen to that inner voice. And I just began to trust that inner voice. I mean, hell, what did I have? to lose i ain't have nothing anyway so it was like you know i try anything at this point and what was the first thing that started showing you like hey there's a way out of this well i remember one day i was it was christmas and everybody had gifts and things and we never got any toys like so when biggie said when christmas missed us and birthdays was the worst days you know that's real life that's just what it was and i remember i was like god why we don't have anything and that voice said you have a mind you can create whatever you want and, and from that point, I just felt the sense of calm, like, well, okay, I, I go this route. Or what do you call that? What do I call? Yeah, what is that? Intuition? Is that Intuition is, that, is what that I God? say, intuitively, intuition, the, you know. In instinct? Instinct. Because, again, that, that whatever voice is saying is correct. I would agree with it. Right. And, and coincidentally, you've proven it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had to live it. I had to look at it. So in the environment, I began to be real keen and watch people and the things they did and the results they produced. And I just was like, well, maybe not go that route and, you know, certain things like that. And I graduated from college. And even with meeting, make, forming certain relationships, it was intuitively knowing who I was and just trying to make my outside world mimic my inside world, you know, and just keep going. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of people out there listening to this. We call them the bomb squad, by the way. Okay. So the old bomb squad, it's filled with people that are kicking ass and obviously people wanting to kick ass. So there's all types. If if What do you think the number one thing has, uh, has attributed to your ability to kind of, you know, change it? To change it? Well, I would say the reason to keep going, finding out like, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going you're gonna to fail. You're gonna, people are going to tell you, no, you're not good enough. It's going to be defeat after defeat. And the question is, can you keep going in the face of that adversity? So I had to find a big enough reason why to just keep going forward, no matter what happens. And for me, <clears throat> losing my brother was a big thing. The fact that when I get ready to give up now, I say, he's not here. He don't get a chance to try. So what, what am I not trying? And maybe he's looking at me saying, you know, did you at least keep going or whatever? So for me, no matter what, I feel like one day I got to face him. So I got to do what I got to do. And that's why I'm all the way from Wallace, North Carolina here, just doing what I do. So, hmm. man. And so I want to, I mean, can you talk about your brother getting shot? Like what happened there? Well, <clears throat> of course, we don't know the exact facts, but the day that it happened, I saw my brother right before it happened, about an hour before it happened. I was at a, a KFC restaurant, and I, funny thing is I was sitting at the window, me and one of my other brothers, and a car pulled up, and a gentleman got out, and I looked him in his eyes. I got a really bad feeling, and then my brother got out the car, and he came in, talked to us for a moment. They ordered the food and left. About an hour later, I was walking home, and a lady ran up and said, your brother just got shot, and they think he did. And I was like, nah, I just saw my brother, you know. I, and then my mother came, and she just she hadn't heard anything. She was like, yo, I got a really, really bad feeling. And it was a really small town. So by that time we heard ambulances and everything. And, um, 
Come to find out he had got shot. The gentleman that I saw him with, they were sitting at the table, and he shot him in the head point blank range. Hmm. Bummer. How long ago was that? How old were you? I was 14 at the time. My brother was 13. So it was all 25 years ago, September. Hmm. That's one reason I'm doing what I'm doing and pushing so hard because the next day I went and I, I saw him. And, you know, they hadn't made him up anything, and he had a hole in his head. I put my hand over his forehead, and he looked like he was sleeping. And I was like, uh, you know what, I live a life big enough for both of us. I said, whenever they see me, they'll remember you. You know what I'm saying? And that was the promise I made to him. And so it's like I was been ready to take this journey, and I've been hesitating. And then when that 25-year anniversary hit, I was like, you know what, it's time for me to really tell the world this story. You know what I'm saying? So they can make sure that uh, they remember him. And Dude, I just pay and it forward. And, 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 you're, and you're coming out swinging. Yeah. By the way, if anybody listening thinks, uh, man, I like this guy. I want to I want to book him to speak. Where, where do they go? Henry Kellum? HenryKellum.com. Yes, sir. K-E-L-L-E-M. HenryKellum.com. Dude, fascinating story. Now, earlier you were talking about kind of like almost quantum physics uh, type conversations with like, you know, the universe and the will and the I am, which is like a haya like i am is is obviously there's a spiritual meaning to it but there's also an actual scientific meaning which is called the haya you know that so like haya believe it or not is like when when you karate chop a a, a piece of wood what do you what do people say haya okay yeah. haya there's accessing that power within that's, that's the way right. to access what, that power exactly yes, so i yes. am is a haya right which is crazy because that's what you know the bible says i am Right. You know, so it's like, dude, there's all kinds of crazy stuff about I am, but that whole universal kind of spiritual universal belief, where'd you learn that stuff? Again, I'm from the South, so the spiritual side came, you know, naturally, you know, it's a church on every corner in the South, but then I'm a student, I love to study, so studying science and then religion, I'm seeing how they really parallel each other, they just kind of use two different languages, so just depending on who you're talking to, but it's all the same, because like you said, if we speak in I am, we could speak on a scientific term and say, well, a negative word would change the biochemistry of the brain, and then it begins to release a stress hormone called cortisol, science knows that and then we can also say that i am accesses the life principle inside of you that the thing that actually gives you life and when you say i am you are actually prophesizing whatever it is that's why in the bible it says i am that i am whenever you use the word i am it's the life principle that you're speaking of and it's creative but make sure you don't say i am not something because i heard joe Osteen say when you say i am not whatever you say that it comes looking for you so it's all like speaking into mm. existence. We can go real deep into the word and, you Let's know, go. all that. Let's go. We ain't got long. <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, like they said in the beginning, there was the word. The word was with God and God was the word because the word is creative. And if we talk about our thoughts and we know how powerful our thoughts are, if we just talk about the placebo effect. So we know this is real. But what is the word? It's the thought expressed. You think it. Therefore, you say it. And so right back to scripture, as a man think, if so is he. So what we don't realize is that everything is happening in real time. We think the judgment is coming at another time. But no, you creating it right now. You a conscious creator as you go. It's like you a feedback loop with the universe. You know, you consciously sending, sending, sending information back to the universe in real time. And it's, so, and, it's, and it's projecting your reality? It's projecting your reality. So can you make... Via the subconscious mind. You plant the seed, the conscious mind. 
and the male part of you and the female part of you, the subconscious mind impregnates it and brings it to life or whatever. And it's no matter what it, whatever it is, it creates it. That's why the words are so important because the subconscious mind is always listening and it's going to produce the reality that you think about yourself. It has to. Dude, it, 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 and I can vouch that, that, that you don't follow me or anything like that, but like I just said this on a keynote I did in Beverly Hills the other day. I said, listen, if because they were talking about introductions. You know, you want to make more money, meet more people, right? So how come you don't want to meet more people is the question because you, you know that meeting more people will pay you more money, but you don't want to meet more people. So why? Why don't you want to meet more people? And you boil boils it down to... They don't even like themselves. They don't think they're worthy. And it's a deep down, it's belief. subconscious. Yeah. Right. It's a subconscious belief. And that's why I say my whole platform is about creating awareness because the subconscious mind was formed when? From an age of about two to seven. You didn't have a say-so in the matter. Your brain was in like a hypnotic state to where you mimic the environment. And you don't have a filter and no discernment. So you're just picking up things. And 95% of your life is ran by the subconscious mind. So if you're not conscious of it, then it's, and it's below your awareness, subconscious. So you don't even understand that you're sabotaging yourself. So first we got to create awareness of it. We know what the subconscious mind is. We know what those beliefs was formed because the beliefs drive our behaviors, you know, which form our life. So first is understanding the subconscious mind and how it works via, you know. So now you're traveling the countryside, teaching everybody how to do this? Just trying to create awareness of who we are so we can change our perception, so we can create a different reality. Well, and nobody's happy. So evidently it's something that we're not getting. Yeah. Well, what do you think it is? CBD? <laughs> I think we need to know who we are, create that self-awareness of who we are so we can better relate to ourselves. We understand. Let me ask you a question. If I, if you, if I gave you fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 right now, you wouldn't walk down the street and just give it to anybody or spend it on anything just because I gave it to you, right? Yeah, you, well, you're talking to the wrong dude for that. <laughs> well, the average person. But you get fifty to 60,000 thoughts a day. What are you thinking? Your thoughts are energy. You're giving away your energy. You know, look at your thoughts and energy is money. So you can now you might protect the investment a little bit more and become conscious of what you're thinking. So you can begin to create the reality you want. Have you have you read The Four Agreements? Yes. How do yes. you like that book? I love it. I love it. Would you I recommend it. it? Yes, I would. See, now in your virtual training system, you're going to tell people to do it, and we'll have a link to it so they can just click a button and have it brought right to them. Right. And then you just happen to get a little extra money. Nothing wrong with money, is there? It's crazy you ask. I just did a webinar, and that's the book I had to I had to start with why was one that I uh, recommended, and then the Simon other one was going to be. Uh, yes, Simon Sink. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, start with why. Again, something to drive you past those fear of failure and, you know, to get you out your comfort zone because that's the only place you're going to grow is outside of your comfort zone. Will Smith said you got to live at the edge of your comfort zone because you want that pressure. Isn't that the truth? And again, success leaves clues, doesn't it? Yes. Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, if Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Smith says it, <laughs> fuck, I'm doing it. Dude, I think Will Smith could like run for president and win. Right. Like who doesn't like Will Smith? He's right. like The Rock, dude. Right. The Rock. Who doesn't like The Rock? Right. Name go. someone that don't like The Rock. Will Smith, The Rock, Kevin Hart, these big personalities. Yeah. What what makes you think, like, how do they become them? Well, Will Smith said you cannot win the war against the world if you cannot win the battle against your own mind. So, again, mm. it starts right back with you in, in, in the mind. You know and it I mean? always does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it always does. You know what I'm saying? I, I always like to say, at the end of the day, it boils down to choices. Yes. Because let's take someone sitting in prison right now and they're sulking. Why me? And they think that way. Why me? 
Well, if you break it down, okay, let's figure out why him. Okay, so he was driving home from work, and let's say he got a phone call, and the phone call was, hey, stop by for a drink. And he said, okay. And then he stopped by for a drink, and then that turned into three drinks. Nothing big. And then he drives home because three drinks, we can all drive with three drinks in us. Like, we ain't drunk drunk, but we'd probably blow drunk. So he takes off out of here, and the car hits him, and bam, somebody dies, and they take his fucking blood. And he's now uh, going to prison for, for killing this person because he's driving alcohol. Just like out this highway, this lady smoked weed two days earlier. Well, weed stays in your system. So this girl plowed into a bunch of workers on the on the highway which shouldn't have been on the highway working anyway but anyway plowed into them killed them all they took her blood she had um weed in her blood from like a couple days ago prison 40 years so that type of crap like just stupid shit that, that happens like that why her well again you can trace these things back and why her the decisions she made the choices she made if she said i'm not getting stoned when she got stoned, she wouldn't be in prison. If she didn't get in the van, if she didn't say yes, you see what I'm saying? If yes. she didn't say no, like the choices you make determine the road you'll take. Right. Period. Right. So at the end of the day, I always look at, dude, what's the most common denominator? The choices. So if you can get someone just to start thinking about and making better choices, you know, you're already going to have an improved life. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. So, so. When you're when you're like, if you could go back right now and tell your 18 year old self something, what would it be? My 18 year old self, I would tell myself to believe in myself more. Just coming from the environment where I came out, not thinking I was worthy, you know, it was a lot of things like you said, choices I didn't make and decisions I didn't make that could have moved me further along a lot if I believed in myself more. I was always looking for some approval for somebody outside, somebody to validate me. Hmm. And. If that eighteen-year-old heard that, what would 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 he have done anything with it? Well, yes, he would have. So you were a student even back then. Yes, always so, been a student. Yeah, see, that was my mistake. Like shit, when I was young, I wouldn't listen to anybody. Of course, there was not really many people to listen to, right? Either, but at the end of the day, you know, I think if the bomb squad's listening, the the whole proof is in the pudding concept is proven right here because again dude if anyone shouldn't be successful you shouldn't be successful i always say me too but right. sounds like you even grew up poorer than me right yeah so, yeah so so why you like what well, like how come henry kellum can go out there and freaking make it happen but there's still people in north carolina here in las vegas nevada wherever you go there's people that are that are walking around blaming the world pissed off constantly stuck in a forty thousand dollar a year or lower hell nightmare because like you said first of all blaming others first of all we got to take accountability and personal accountability for where we at and like you said the choices we made that brought us there that's the first thing and foremost and once we take that accountability we become stop being a victim and we understand that we can grow and we can learn and we can change and this whole thing is a journey so for me i just decided to not accept the reality i got family members that's right there there's the only difference between me and them was the way I thought, you know, we just, is just because when you think different, then you make different choices, just like you said. So instead of getting in the car to drive that day or stop by to get a drink, you know what? I need to get on home, wife and kids, whatever. You make a different choice and you have a different outcome. Yeah. And, and then, you know, what some people say they'll be like, you know what? So I can't freaking enjoy life anymore. 
you know, so, so again, that attitude, that perspective is what ruins that whole thing. Right. You got to understand that <clears throat> that's the case. However, you have to have the right perspective on things. Yeah. I mean, we all enjoy life. We all, it's just how we do it. Yeah. But if you give someone a million dollars cash, they're pumped up for a week or a month and, and nothing can piss them off. But, but every morning they wake up, wake up bummed out. But if you show them, Hey, I'll give you a million dollars and you're pumped up or, or you don't wake up tomorrow. Which would you pick? They're like, well, obviously no one wants a million dollars if tomorrow's their last day. Right. So life is more important. Life well, is then, more important. Well, then every morning you wake up with the news you're getting life. Why wouldn't you be that excited? It's a, it's a gift. It's a present. You got And you got to find meaning in life. Like when I was there, I had to take the struggle that I was in. And I said, what if the kid that started with nothing could make something? What if I, I wanted love and I wanted somebody to be there for me and it never came. So I said, okay, I just be that to the world. And in that, I gave my life meaning. And now, of course, I got things I want to accomplish, but the journey, me stepping out, I'm sitting here talking to you because I took a chance on me to just tell my story for whoever it could help, you know? So they say it's better to give than receive. Why don't we all be givers to humanity and see what we can give instead of always trying to get, get, get? The world talking us to get. <laughs> You know, seriously, all jokes aside, but look, you can't, you can't, when it comes to love, you experience it. You can't hold it. It's not tangible. Joy is, is an experience. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So maybe we should try to experience those type of things. And that's why I said change the whole course of humanity and where we going, because this, where we, what we've created, you know, you want more of it, keep doing what you've been doing. If you want something different, you got to change. Everybody wants something different, but nobody wants to change. You just want to wake up tomorrow and be rich and have everything you want, but you don't want to do anything. You got Isn't that the truth? You know, no, so. People aren't willing to do the work. They aren't willing to do the work. Instant gratification. They want it overnight. Or they're not willing to do the work long enough. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of people say they want to be rich or successful, but not necessarily map their actions to that you know what i'm saying that might that's all right don't worry about it that might be my phone so. you know what i mean though yeah. yeah so yeah it's all right but at the end of the day the question is if i'm out there listening to this i'll be thinking because what i try to do is figure out you know what are the nuggets that you learned along the way so like you already just you, you just said that you would tell yourself to believe in yourself when you were younger it took you longer to learn to believe in yourself you wish you'd just started earlier right and that would be the big difference. What's another one of those? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, other than believing yourself was how you do anything is how you do everything. So, you know, hold yourself to a high standard in life or whatever. You got to demand more of yourself. Nobody in my family went to college, but I knew if I wanted to do something different, I had to do d different things. So I furthered my education on my own. It was nothing demanded of me. I never had a curfew. It was never sit down and do this. You know, my brothers didn't graduate high school and things like that because, you know, they chose not to, of course. But I knew if I wanted to do something different that I had to uh, keep going. Some of those, some of those sayings that you hear out in the world, like that one, to be specific, how you do anything is, or how you do one thing is how you do everything, or what do they mean? What they're really trying to say is, if you slacking in one area of your life, most likely you slacking somewhere else. Yeah, but when they say if if you do it one way, you're doing it every way. I don't, I don't. Again, that's one of those I don't agree with. I don't agree with money doesn't make you happy, and I don't agree with that one. Only, only because I, I think I've proven it different. Like. I can hump pretty good, but I can't play basketball worth a shit. So it's like so 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 now I can't screw good because I suck at basketball. Nope. No, no, that's not or, what we're saying. Or I can't close deals because I can close deals like a son of a bitch. But then again, I'm not an MMA fighter. I kind of suck at fighting. But we saying 
when you humping and you playing ball, you putting <laughs> you you putting forth with your best effort, and that's all we saying is putting forth the effort in anything you do. Okay, how you so do there's that. the clarity. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, looking yeah, for. yeah. There, yeah it's the effort that then. you going that you putting into it. That's all. So, so you know, so what you half ass in one, you might be half ass in the other. So what that's all. So what they're saying is how you do how one you thing it. is probably how you do everything. Right. So if you're like casual about this, you're casual about that. There you go. And that you can't be me. casual about your life. You yeah. got to be assertive. You got to be aggressive. You got to step up for you nobody else is going to come up and tell your story and write your book or do what you do you got to do it amen and 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 that's the that's the action right that's the action right right yeah faith without action is dead you know what i'm saying and we take it right back to the belief we go scripture is done unto you as you believe you know what i'm saying so some people don't believe they they're worthy of a million dollars so they'll never have a million dollars have you studied the bible a lot i've like i said i grew up in the south so I used to when I when I used to look at it, I used to say, well, how does this help right now in present day the situation that we in? Can we use this? Because it's supposed to be a book of salvation, which is solution to your problem. Salvation means solution to your problem. Is this a solution to the problem or is this just history with a bunch of names that I can barely pronounce? How does this relate to me today? So, yes, I did start to study certain things to see um, how it could correlate in my life. Yeah. And well, and it always seems to. It always it? seems to. Right. When you. Yes, sir. It does. Interesting. I knew a I knew a a guy once that basically would parallel things that happened and you know how you were how why that worked and then show you right in the Bible where it talked exactly about that. Yeah. So it's kind of a coincidence there too. So after you kind of well, let's say busted out, like where where did you end up? Like where where do you live now? So well, now I live in L.A. I stayed in. I, I graduated school and uh, I went to North Carolina Central in Durham, and then I grad, went to Charlotte for about ten years. In Charlotte, I opened a gym, did some real estate partners with a uh, Roof Chris Steakhouse on doing a lot of private events to where I would use their uh, venue, and we do did that for like ten years. And then I came to L.A. to uh, keep chasing these dreams, that vision, that vision of myself that I'm trying to be. And it said, without the vision, the people perish, right back to the Bible. Because why? When I was in that environment, if I accepted that reality, then I wouldn't have done much because I knew I was going to make something. I had that vision. I kept tracing it. And, it, and, it, and it, it, you know, sometimes people like they plant the seed today and they want to see it today. But what does it say? The vision has its own appointed hour. It will ripen. It will flower if it be long then wait. For it is coming, it will, it will not be late. Your job then what, is hey, what, just what to walk. Is that? Your job then is just to walk in faith that it will happen and keep doing what you do. Get out your comfort zone, meet the new people, do whatever it is you got to do, and one day it will materialize. Where's that at? That's a good one. The, uh, whatever the, uh, you vision. just said. Yeah, yeah, that's that's there. That's all in the Bible. That's all scripture, it, and, and it will materialize. You yeah, know? that 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 damn near sounded almost like verbatim. You know, something about light speed. Like, dude, it's coming one of yeah. these days, yeah, no coming. matter what. No matter what, yeah. And our job if you is think just to, like it, that, dude, that's what happens. Yeah, it is. And just to walk into faith and keep it doing. So that's what I'm doing now, just chasing that vision that I have internally of myself. So if the Bomb Squad it. can help out Henry Kellum, what would they do? If the Bomb Squad could help out Henry Kellum, they would tell people to uh, go to HenryKellum.com, follow Henry Kellum on IG, check Henry Kellum out on YouTube, everything, all HK is the new wave, join the movement, become a high-frequency member, and uh, believe in yourself. And if you need a little inspiration and motivation, check me out. I got you. Dude, listen, he's got all kinds of people rave, reviewing, talking about they were down in the dumps, now they're killing it. So it's almost like you got a little freaking cult started little little freaking gospel group 
Yeah. Well, any- but 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 it's it's also what if someone's thinking, oh man, this guy's gonna try to make me love Jesus. No, it's no, not no. Even, it's, it's not, not even, even about that. It's not even. It's, yeah, it's, it just happens. It to- just happened to correlate with that. If you need that, it's all science backed and everything. It's just like, oh, that's what they was mentioning when they said that. That's but it, all but isn't thing. it crazy that like you know you can see scriptures that say it and that'll cause some people to go, oh, this they is hogwash. Right, right, like, right. Like, well, dude, look, if two thousand years ago. This th- these writings are still true today. What what would that tell you? Yeah, success leaves clues. So, yes. So, yes. folks, you heard him. If you guys uh, want to go deeper with this man, go to henrykellum.com. K e l l e m. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, Henry Kellum. Henry Kellum, folks, yep. go check him out. Give him a follow at least. Make sure you hashtag Bomb Squad. And if you're you know an organization or a group listening, you want him to come speak at your event. Dude, this guy packs the house, gets people crying. Jumping up for joy, hugging each other <laughs> afterwards, long lines to freaking get his signature. When's your book coming out? It's coming soon. It's coming soon. HenryKellum.com if you guys want to pre-order his book. Until next time, kids, keep it real.